This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. That's right. Because of a slight budget increase, all three of us are available in color. Yeah. That's right. Welcome back. Welcome to the second hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning. We are live on the old fashioned radio device. So gather the family and the dog around that. If you're not around the radio, don't worry. You can listen to us later. Yeah. In podcast form. It's incredible. This turns into a podcast. Yeah. It's magic. Tell your friends. It's magic. Mm-hmm. It's Alexis. That's, but, um, I was just <laughs> I, I was going to finish the uh, it's magic that's named Alexis. That's, that's right. She has her magic <laughs> wand and. Her nellness. I gotta watch that again and see if it holds up. Nell? Because it was should. a good movie. I, we I really should all liked three. it. Yeah. We should assign that each would other be that fun. Film. Yeah, let's do that. You know what? We'll do it separate from Force Move. We'll call it Does It Hold Up? We'll do it uh, whenever. We should. Alexis yeah. was going to suggest that she didn't have to watch her horror movie. Oh. That's what she was doing. No, Lex. No, I no, would no, never no, no, no. even think of that, Don. No, 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 no. No, 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 I think that's a great idea, though, no, now that no, you no, said no. it, Don. No. <laughs> no. No, but maybe not for force movie review but yes to have yeah, does it doesn't yeah. hold up it'd be doesn't fun because then we all watch it yep so I yes okay all right Nell. 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 yeah once 94 once i so. believe yeah with uh liam neeson 94 or 95 i can't remember sometime around there i'm sure it's on tubby i'm sure it's somewhere Nell. around there Let's yeah see. which you know what we can 94. make fun 94 yeah mm-hmm. Um, Tubby's doing really well. All those free streaming sites, you know, Net- mm-hmm. Netflix and Disney, even though Disney just released their earnings yesterday and their streaming is down, their streaming is losing money. Yeah. Um, Netflix, but, really? Yeah. But all of these free, uh, like Pluto and Tubby, they're not getting the attention they deserve. People are liking them. Mm. People are actually... Uh, they're they're finding a lot of success um with their model you know an ad here and uh like pluto you can watch a, a whole channel of 90210 for heaven's sake yeah. or old bob barker prices right people are liking these yeah they suffer through the ads that's all yes. you have to do yep so uh-huh. um roku as well that's oh, roku that, channel um, the weird the al yankovic story i started it um mm. is and it's free yeah People want, mm-hmm. I mean, Philo they, or Philo, whatever. Philo, oh, yeah, yeah, that other one too, that right? One that's like a, 
Yeah. Voodoo. Rap. Voodoo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Voodoo, Voodoo from Walmart. Yeah. That's the Walmart that... one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pastry wrap. I'm hungry. Yeah, I know, I am good. too. I just had my smoothie. Right mm. Baklava? Well, it's made from that. Yeah, same type of. The phyllo dough. Mm. Yeah. The, you don't need to make, please don't waste our time on Great British Bake Off making that dough. Just get it at the grocery store in sheets, please. You know they're going to, Don. Oh. You know they're going to, just to irritate you. I mean, yeah, it's kind of interesting. But mm-hmm. anyway, we're begin- where were we, snakes? Thanks. We're going to begin the hour with one of my favorite games. Uh, why the hell did Nell put this on the show? Here we go. Well, there's a, there's a little boy. Boy bites snake. Oh my Explain gosh. yourself. You guys, this happened in India. All right. So this little boy is playing in his backyard with his uh, family and friends. Okay. And a venomous cobra attacked him. And he lived to tell. So what happened was it bit his hand. And then started wrap coiling around his his arm and his hand, and when he tried to shake it off, yeah. guess what the happened? And he tried to what? shake it off, I shake the, it off. It didn't work. Snake probably bit him harder. Ding ding ding! Started yes. to coil stronger, God, no bite in harder. Hmm? You know what the kid did? Eight years old. Shot him. He bit the snake. He bit the snake right at he the bit base of his head. He bit him back. Oh. Bit him once. Bit him twice. And that killed the Three snake. times a minute. <laughs> yeah. No, he only, did it. he only did it two times, and that was it. <laughs> the oh. snake died. The kid saved himself. He bit it that hard? Yes. Oh, my God. How, how, where did he bite him? He bit it right at the base of his neck. Oh, yeah, you just said that. Sorry. Yeah, no, we were sorry. so excited about oh, it. Oh, guys, don't worry about yeah, it. Sorry yeah, sorry about that. No. Base of his neck. I mean, he, whoa. He <laughs> bit him <laughs> once. <laughs> yep, bit him twice a little bit lower. <laughs> Three times a lady. Three times. Times a lady. lady. Three times <laughs> a cobra. For you. <laughs> he said it all happened in a flash, and they took him straight to urgent care. Of course, he was stayed there for a day, and then was released later because they administered this anti-snake venom. Okay. Um, anti-snake venom. Yes. Um, yeah. But and it kept him under observation for the entire day, and then he was discharged because they determined that it was a dry bite, which I did not realize. The hell is a dry bite? Thank you. Great question. I was wondering <laughs> the same. Thank. It's when a poisonous snake strikes, but no venom's released. What's the point? They're like, I just want to do this right now and practice. Non-alcoholic Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe. Maybe he's like, I'll save this for the next bite. Ooh. That's our. I thought you were snake. doing that as a live, oh. dr- like a, a live sound effect, and I was like, "Wow, Foley artist, <laughs> you really nailed that snake sound, Jay." Oh, was it smell? Yeah, <laughs> it kind of looked like your mouth was making it. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, wow, Harry Potter." <laughs> Yes, Look Lex. I was making, I was making that snake sound effect myself. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, thought for sure. <laughs> I thought you were parcel tongue there for a second. <laughs> oh, wow. No. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, kids well, save himself, kid. so that's great. Um, watch out for those dry bites. Actually, that's the ones you want. And maybe the snake just struck and then thought, well, this I got kid this isn't kid. big enough. Yeah, I'll just my no. next bite will be venomous, and then uh, he didn't see the bite coming. So bite, I guess bite a snake if it bites you. Yeah, 
Is that the takeaway here? <laughs> That's the takeaway, Lex. <laughs> and that I can make great snake sound effects <laughs> yeah, do it again. On, on, uh, on demand if I need to. You know, this reminds me of Lex. You. you Don, you're pretty good, too. You, Don, you're pretty good that at that, actually. I thought Don pulled up the clip that I pulled up. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Lex, this reminds me every time we mention the fact that I wouldn't save you if yeah. we were both in the ocean and we saw a fin. And yes. yeah, anyway, that scenario, you always joke that you would punch it right in the nose uh, or I punch would. it in its eye. You disorient you're, it. You kick its you, face. Yeah. You're basically this kid, but yeah. shark with a shark. Yeah. Oh you know, they God. always say, this is what you do if a shark bites you. It's like yeah. in that moment, are you going to remember? Please. I mean, no. we yeah. need Who to knows? just constantly when we wake up, go. Punch, punch, punch. If a shark yeah. bites me, get ready mentally just to just punch like, those eyes and those gills. Um, snack, you know, just, just just like I will never remember if a plane's going down how to put my flotation device on. I will <laughs> never remember. Listening. I'm never listening. I'm like, yeah. I should listen to this at some point. Where is it at? It's under well, the we're seat. We're going to get out a card and look at the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. As we're going down, I just, everybody. I just know I'm supposed to save myself first with that mask. Yeah, that's, that's right. true. That's true. Before, yeah. When we come back, everyone, uh, we mentioned it earlier. There's a 60-minute story from Sunday uh, talking about TikTok. And, yeah, uh, we'll talk about that when we come back. 60 Minutes had a rather interesting report on Sunday, Sunday's episode, about the effect that social media at large has on us. On the peoples, the story was called Angry in America and how it really does create an echo chamber for us and makes us just a little nutty sometimes. The The clip that I'm going to pull, the clip that I have queued up is specifically about TikTok because the whole story is fascinating, but this this particular thing I thought we could dive into, uh, and it talks about the difference between the American, well, the worldwide version of TikTok that's exported out. Because remember, as Don's been telling us for about a year and a half now, TikTok's owned by a Chinese company, and the difference between the Chinese version of TikTok. And the one exported out to the rest of the world is very, very, very different. Listen to this. And now the guy that's predominantly talking is uh, an expert on the adverse effects of social media. He actually does seminars. He used to work for Facebook. Dude knows what he's talking about. Take a listen. Product in a direction that will get more engagement from people. Because if I don't do that... I'm just going to lose to the companies that do. Companies like TikTok. Companies like TikTok. And TikTok has become like one of the most popular apps around the entire world. TikTok has done that by serving up an addictive mix of short videos. Some are silly. Others overtly political. It's owned by a Chinese company called ByteDance. And Harris says the version that's served to Chinese consumers, called Douyin, is very different from the one available in the West. In their version of TikTok, if you're under 14 years old, they show you science experiments you can do at home, museum exhibits, 
patriotism videos, and educational videos. And they also limit it to only 40 minutes per day. Now, they don't ship that version of TikTok to the rest of the world. So it's almost like they recognize that technology is influencing kids' development, and they make their domestic version a spinach version of TikTok, while they ship the opium version to the rest of the world. The version served to the West has kids hooked for hours at a time. The impact, Harris says, is predictable. There's a survey of preteens in the U.S. and China mm. asking what is the most aspirational career that you want to have. And the U.S., the number one was influencer. Social media influencer. And in China, the number one was astronaut. Again, you allow those two societies to play out for a few generations, I can tell you what your world is going to look like. Whoa. 60 minutes on Sunday. Lex, your reaction? That's so scary. <laughs> and not surprising that China would, um, you know, protect their children. Just in general. I think if we mm-hmm. had that information, we'd be doing the same thing. But it's well, it's very different here. You know, I, I went to China over U2K, Y2K as a college student, and we visited another college. And I'll never forget, we went to go visit the dorms. And these are college-age kids. The lights went off at 10 p.m. You had to get all your studying, everything done. You're not watching anything. We didn't, you know, maybe at the time we didn't really, we had cell phones, but mostly it was to make phone calls at the time. So I don't know, maybe things have been, you know, they've had to adjust that. But I mean, even then that was the, um, the rules, you know, in Tiananmen Square, we watched another, a guy who was from a different political party. He was out dancing with a little flag, an unmarked van came and picked him up and threw him in the van and just drove away. And then a police officer, because I don't know, a bunch of people. Um, in my group, managed to take the, pick up their disposable cameras and their cameras and start photographing it. They made us expose all of our film mm. right in front of them. So I'm not surprised that that's China's reaction um, because that makes sense. Um, they know what's going on. Um, but what does that mean for us and our children? Dawn, what, what was your big takeaway? Because I saw that you watched it too. Yeah, um, I... I was like really shocked at that part um, because <clears throat> I guess what they were low key saying was not low key <laughs> Thor's brother, but low key <laughs> um, that they implied that they have a systematic plan to change our society through a few generations, uh, starting with our kids. That yeah. they will not dream to be scientists. That they will not dream to uh, uh, become doctors and invent things and be curious about the rest of the world. They'll only be curious about what's happening in their phone and they have a lockdown on them through. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. TikTok. I mean, it changes your brainwaves. Just that, like, they also talked about that, like the, the, um, the like and retweet. The retweets and the likes gives you a little bit of dopamine, and like yep. people are addicted to it, and they just, it will, 
it will take our kids' attention for hours at a time when they could be imagining, they could be dreaming, thinking of who they want to be when they grow up. But now they just want to be influencers. It's it's scary because I always fear, like, who's going to run the power plants? Everybody just wants to be on American Idol. Like, you know, I'm serious. I've thought this way since, like, for 20 years because it's just scared me how much our, um, you know, just the state of our kids and just our scores compared to other countries about how well our kids do and what they know. It's scary. It is really scary. Who's they're going to be taking care of us and running the world. And Oh, they all know multiple languages. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm scared. Well, on the other end on, on the other end of the story and on the other end of this argument, and you briefly mentioned it, Lex and listeners, they also talked about the, um, adversarial uh, content for reward kind of scenario. And what I mean by that is they talked about, you know, how uh, on Facebook or on Twitter, older, the older generation, we're, we're hurting our kids, but also people that log on, you are rewarded. Mm. You are rewarded for being adversarial. Um, They talked about a, a news story that was just a straight news story and how many retweets that had. But then the study looked at if one political person name calls their opponent, the retweets and the viral moment is substantially higher. Yeah. So you're rewarded. You're, 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 you're rewarding people for for the being, worst part of ourselves they said yes you're 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 giving a reward for people to name to name call and to be vicious and to be gross um yeah, that's that a why Harvard he, professor that's right yeah he was talking about how you know each extremes on both political parties we're not getting political but this is this, no, this just is a, like yeah. you know this is about tiktok but there it's only 7% of the extremes on both sides, but yeah. they are the loudest voices because they have the most inflammatory statements that people look at and pay attention to, and they get rewarded by people fighting back. Just engagement. He's like, the engagement on things like that is so huge. It's like 46% opposed to like 20%. That is just a news story that has no um, bias, basically. And that's how, And there's no fact-checking. It's just... Ooh. And and what happens with the center, what happens with the middle, with with the, the extremes, the study found that you don't that the middle doesn't want to fight back. They don't want to engage. So they, they just don't want to engage. Yeah. So they remain it, quiet, it which then the voice of most yes, people, which then feeds into the 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 dynamic of the of the loud, angry minority. It was fascinating. Again, like Don said, I'm not getting political, but it was just an overall study of the effect of social media. And then at the end of the story, they're like, okay, well, what's the action plan? Okay. You've laid out this doom doomsday scenario. Yeah. Um, they did lay out. They said, well, let's take a break. We'll wrap this up. Like, no, do we just get off Uh, social media? Well, no, they laid out something. They made an analogy that I was like, oh, wow. We'll show you what that is. We'll wrap up this conversation. Uh, when we come back, stay with us. Uh, Little Bradley Cooper news and a little Brit Brit news coming up in a little bit. But wrapping up a great conversation about that 60-minute story on Sunday that I hope a lot of you saw about, it's called Angry in America. 
basically what we've thought all along is true. Um, social media is basically like cigarettes to the lungs, you know, for us. And I made that comment for a reason because we listed off all the bad stuff in the last segment or what's what's happening. But is there an action plan? What A, can individuals do? And then large scale, what can we do just as people, as a, as a society? So here's a little bit. First, Don mentioned the Harvard researcher. He speaks first about what we as individuals can do. And then you'll hear uh, the guy that used to work for Facebook talk broadly about what he thinks we need to do collectively. It's interesting. Um, Take a listen. And what can an individual user do? Jonathan Haidt says simply refuse to be gladiators in the coliseum of social media. You can't win a war on social media. Just don't engage. Don't engage in the public battles because that's just feeding the beast. You don't mean disengage from the political process. You, you mean just disengage from these platforms? Yes. When public discourse was moved into the middle of the Roman Colosseum, I'm saying disengage from that. Walk out of the Colosseum and still be politically active. Tristan Harris says real change may have to be forced in court. I think we have to do with social media what happened with Big Tobacco. What stopped Big Tobacco was that the attorneys general in different states That's right. actually went after them. The attorneys general in Big Tobacco had an enormous role to play in litigating that there was harms to people and their families. Is that what it's going to take with I think that's what's going to social take media social companies? Media. Yes. And we're seeing attorneys general move already one step in that direction. Attorneys general in at least eight states are coordinating a nationwide investigation of social media platforms. We now know that there's all these harms in social media products designed for engagement. We've done it before. We did it with seatbelts. We've done it with big tobacco. We've taken lead out of gasoline. We have made these changes once we recognize that certain products were toxic for us. 60 Minutes last Sunday. Oh, yeah. So uh, what does that mean? That means that they're going to have to go into the Facebook offices and, you know, and demand to see old emails and files to see if there's an action plan to get people hooked like cigarettes in jail. You know, they're going to have to prove it through um, stuff like that, just like Dope Sick, that show about Mm -hmm. uh, opioids and Oxycontin. They had to get involved. The FBI had to go in there and basically root through all the stuff and they yeah. tried to hide it. And so now that they have a fair warning, what are they going to do? Like they had a person on there from Facebook as well, which I commend her for um, coming on the show and actually speaking. She was very yeah. confident. She was talking about TikTok and how bad it is, but then they would have the guy who used to work for Facebook on right Seriously, after. I'm like, the guy um, that just spoke, that was him. Well, yeah. <laughs> he kind of disproved what you said, but um, at least they've, I will say this. I was like, okay, they are, they got in trouble and they're trying to make changes to where it isn't as bad, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but it all still needs a lot of work. Yeah. Just disengage from the gladiator arena part. You know, individually. Yeah. Lex, what do you think? And still engage in the process of voting and and informing yourself. Just don't. Don't get involved. Yeah, I just not sure what what, you think. I think that with a lot of it, you know, we 
a lot of adults are into it, and so your kids see uh, that, and so I don't know. It's kind of feeling a little bit just like um, not hopeless, but you're right. Yeah, there's there's just a matter of of disengaging in a way that you don't want to go extreme. I think that no. for for most of us who don't do that, you know, what is it? What does that mean for us? You know, um, but. I, uh, I see it not something. just with kids because I don't have kids. I see yeah, it. With adults. It has pickled people that I love. And yes. I use the word pickled because it has. I know people that just believe it as believe everything as the gospel. If they see something on TikTok exactly. or Facebook. Oh, yes. Um, and that's and they're pickled. I mean, it's, they're just and it's they've yeah. changed so much over uh, the last 10 years, you know, 15 years, whatever. Um, and it's all because of social media, and, and exactly, and the burden to prove you know that oh. this is actually happening. It's one thing to say you know for Meta because it's U.S. based, but a place like TikTok, there are no rules. There, yeah, you can't go no after rules. bite like, you me. Can't. Yeah, yeah. That's just you choose to deal with a, uh, you know, a company that's. From another country, I don't want to sound like I'm. <laughs> no, you've been, but you've been ringing the bell for a it's, long it's time. It's Evan though. Spiegel. Yes. I believed him. The CEO of Snapchat said I would never ever put this spyware on my phone. Yeah, you know because they're getting your data information and you are just agreeing to it. And you know they've looked through the back end of it and thought, oh my gosh, the permissions you're giving Snapchat when you yeah. add that app to your phone are ridiculous. Crazy. What's going on? Uh, you can watch it, by the way. It's on demand right now, this episode. Again, this was the last Sunday episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched 60. it on Hulu. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. the very first part of it, too. Yep. Called yeah, Angry I, in America. I found it on YouTube, and it's linked on our show page at mytalk1071.com. Great. What's, uh, what's going on with Brittany? Is this a bad story? Oh, is this is my doing? story? No, it's yeah. not actually a bad story at all. Okay. Yeah. Um, Brittany Spears, of course. Well, actually, it starts with 11. Okay. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown wants to play Britney. In a like a biopic or like on, a, in a as, yep. in, on Broadway? In a, well, <laughs> you know, whether that's a movie. She'll just be spinning on stage, just spinning and spinning. Yeah, right. Um, she's saying, look, I really feel like I, I know her, I get her, and I would love to play the ultimate child star which is Britney Spears. She says her story resonates with me. Just growing up watching her videos, watching interviews of her when I was younger, I see the scramble for words and I don't know her, but when I look up pictures of her, I feel like I could tell her story in the right way and hers only. Mm. My problem with this is just thinking you're going to see Eleven, you're going to see, you know, she's also in that Sherlock Holmes spinoff. Enola Enola Holmes too. too. Yep. So whether, you know, whatever fandom you're from, (laughs) you might just think, that's uh, that's that character, you know, playing Britney. But she maybe is going to have that, that curse a little bit. Yeah, because she has some really well-known characters that people love and adore. Can we talk about I, Britney for a second? Yeah, Just I know what you're going to say. I, no, there was I know a report that she said, I have nerve damage from being in that facility against my will, and dancing actually helps the pain. I'm great. Oh. That's really great. Like, oh my gosh, thank you for telling us that. But can you please dance on your Instagram? Don't just spin with booty shorts on. Like, then actually dance. Show us you're oh. a dancer. 
you, you know, want to see some dance, choreo. Like, do some choreo <laughs> back, you know, like do something that's productive other than just spinning in a circle because it makes you look a little off. I, I, Dawn, I had to unfollow her mm. because everything I, I didn't like because I felt weird. I didn't like her. Like her nudity pictures, where yeah, she puts I was a little so heart. On board I got for so I, long, but yes. now I'm like, oh gosh. Yeah. I didn't unfollow her. I just muted her <laughs> because I just, if I saw one more picture of her cupping her breasts, and I'm not even making a joke. I'm not being flip about this. I just didn't want to see that anymore. And then, and if knowing it wasn't, that it embarrasses her kids, yeah. that's just. Oh, so I'm like, just don't do it, please. I just stop. Like we get then, it. Yeah, you're free videos. now. Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask about you guys. If your if your kids are like, "Mom, you're embarrassing me," we don't even want to see I, you anymore. You're gonna fight to more and die like on this. that hill. It's, yeah. Yeah. Who's it's hard filming to too? Is it Sam? Like, do you always think about who's filming it? Is it Sam, her husband, or, or she has a tripod? Yeah, I don't know. It's a really steady camera. That's well, all I'm it's say. probably a tripod. What's he thinking? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Brett, come on, anyway. Please. Just post little poems and things. Pet pet animals like Victoria Principal does. Yeah, you should follow Victoria Principal Lex. I always think of you. She has a little farm with goats and horses and things. Oh, okay. I'll follow her. My little Vicky living in Malibu. (laughs) Should we give something away, Don? Yes. Okay. What are we giving away? We are giving away a pair of tickets to see Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, the musical at Stages Theater Company in downtown Hopkins. It uh, the show runs November eighteenth to December twenty seventh. We will get your information and then you get to choose when you go. So give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one caller seven. When we come back, am I the asshat? Source a family like no other. Hi friends, it's Jason live from Nutrisource. The official dog food of our boys, Dexter and Mr. Big. Are you looking to make a switch? Are you looking to switch your dog food? Make this month the month that you do it. Because there are so many reasons why you should. First, Nutrisource is truly the best that you could do for your dog. Limited ingredients, the best ingredients. The best ingredients. Plus, no matter what age, size, breed, height your dog is, there is a Nutrisource formula for them. They have treats. They have large breed food, they have puppy, and they can even help you with a picky eater. Introducing their newest product, Kampucha, a bone broth food topper that you pour over your dog's kibble. Comes in three flavors, contains probiotics, which is so good for their tummy health. Believe me, it is a necessary thing in the Matheson household. Find a retailer near you at NutrisourcePetFoods.com. We all love it when Welcome back to the show Jason and Alexis in the morning Right here on My Talk 1071 Everything entertainment Everything Oscar the Grouch Jace with Lex and Dawn It's not uh, Not very audio friendly But y'all should go watch the trailer For The Whale it mm, right. dropped right after our show. It's this is the Brendan Fraser movie. Got a standing ovation. Um, he plays a six hundred pound teacher in a really, uh, what people are calling just a like a career making. Well, Brendan already has a career, but performance. So go check that out. Mm. It's called The Whale. It'll believe me. It'll be up for a lot of Oscars. Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan yeah, Fraser. He's... Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, wow. He's coming for Twin Cities Con this weekend. That's he right. Is? Yes, he'll be here. Yeah. So get your tickets. 
Get your tickets. Yeah, and I want to see this. I can't, I, yeah, read can't some wait. amazing reviews of it. Beyond. So go check that out, my talk. Am, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Part one. What do we have, Lex? All right. Am I the asshat for ruining the rice that my boyfriend cooks with by consolidating the multiple bags of rice, which he claims are different, into a single container? (laughs) Written by Angel Toro. Yes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, I wouldn't dare. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Snack mix. Oh, man. All right. This, <laughs> that's why we get our own now. <laughs> uh, okay. This is written by a 26-year-old female. She says she's moved in with her boyfriend, 23-year-old, uh, earlier this year. He's kind of disorganized, so I tend to tidy things up a lot. He often complains that I misplace his things, but it's really his lack of organization more than anything. He, he keeps telling me to stop moving his stuff around, but we live together, so I don't see why I should stop doing that. Anyway, he happens to be the one who does most of the cooking, and I say he's pretty good at it. One thing that bothers me is that he keeps multiple huge bags of rice in the kitchen, which he claims are different types of rice. But I looked at them, and they all look like the same white rice. I told him that he should put them in a proper container, but he insists that it's fine the way it is. But the thing is... I don't think it's fine that way. So <laughs> yesterday, I decided to consolidate all of the rice by getting a huge tub, and I put all of the rice inside <laughs> and put it in the pantry. When I text my boyfriend and told him where the rice was, he completely freaked out and said, I ruined the rice. He texted me that I can't mix the basmati with jasmine rice. Oh, okay. But it's all just white rice, isn't it? No. No. I don't see how it's less edible. When he came home, he just started yelling at me, and it was really hurtful because I I was doing him a favor. Am I the ass out here? Six, six five, five one. one. <laughs> yeah, go six, ahead. Six four one one zero oh, seven one. Mixing the rice. Six five one. Okay. The first thing that bubbles to the top for me is if you two knuckleheads are arguing about rice, we got problems. You know, yeah, I mean, if this is the proverbial hill you're going to die on. Well, it sounds like a bigger issue of that. He's kind of messy and she feels like she cleans up after him. Yeah. Um, she's, she's a little bit of an asshat. I know she's trying to be helpful, but this might not be the way. I don't know. Not to quote the Mandalorian, but I think she kind of is just, I mean, the guy is this particular about his rice. You're, you may be helping. Oh, yeah. You may be helping in one way, but you're going to be, you're hurt. You're hurting is so dramatic. You're causing another problem. You're solving one problem, but yet you're causing another. That's how I feel. Don, what do you think? Oh, Don's on the phone. Lex, what do you think? Oh, 100% ass hat. Yeah, you deserve a, a, a hat for that. Uh, that. You can't mix rice, and you can't just do that. Without really making a decision together, it also makes me wonder what else she's just doing without consulting him and making sure that it's an okay thing to do. You got to make that choice together. You knew he was messy beforehand, right? Mm -hmm. So, or, or maybe you're learning that as you've moved into with each other. Maybe this is the deal breaker for her, but you can't mix rice. They are very different. They might look the same. 
Although I would argue that Basmati does look different from Jasmine, but regardless, does <laughs> Be it that matter? As it may. Does yes. it matter? That's not Andy's cooking for you. Yeah, exactly. There's that. Dawn, what do you think? Oh, um, she should not have mixed those rices. Sorry, those are completely different rices. Rice? <laughs> yes. Rices? Yeah. Anyway, rices they're is. different. And if you want it to be tidier and if you don't just like the bags and get little tubs and go yeah, and just, just for freshness, this is all the basmati rice. This is all the jasmine. Figure out how many different rices he needs and then it'll look tidier to you. Yep. And then you can go, oh, look, it looks like we have enough basmati rice. Probably didn't need to buy another one. Yes. I said, Don, you were on the phone. I said, she's solving one, uh, in air quotes, she's solving one problem, but creating another. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. I do understand the tidiness thing. Like, I don't like a bunch of random. Yes. Yeah. And I try to do that for myself constantly. But anyway. We have a giant bag of rice because you know, we, we eat rice multiple times a week. And we keep the big bo- the big bag downstairs. And we have like a little container that will go down and just like scoop it. it scoop it up and then bring and that's what's in the kitchen so maybe something like that could be a solution for him i do that with the asset (laughs) absolutely i do that with flour because i have a very i have a very specific fly i have self-rising looks the same and then i have all purpose yeah and you gotta keep that anyway let's go let's give mm -hmm, let's give uh, mary the last word on this mary welcome to the show (laughs) Hello. Hello. I I totally agree with don't mix rice. Here's another one for you. I've got a lot of canned goods, and a friend of mine uh, came and helped me after a car accident. He started rearranging all my canned goods. Oh, no. No, no. So I end up with a big tub of canned goods, like, right in the living room. It's like, what are you doing, dude? Don't be touching my stuff. Leave it where it is. You don't live here. I do, and I know where my stuff is. Well, I'm just Mary, trying to organize. It's like, leave it alone. Mary, can I ask you something? Yeah. Sure. Are, are your canned goods alphabetized? Um, no, my they dear. Are they are piled up based on when I bought them. Add a girl. Oh, that's Atta a girl. smart way to yes. do it. Yes. Hey, food shortage. You just that's never know. Right. You never know. You never know. Thank you, Mary. We love you. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye, Bye, sweetheart. We're not done. We have another asshat scenario. So don't go anywhere. If you're in your car, stay there. Your boss don't care. Go get some more coffee. We'll be back after these very important messages.